tomorrow, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope we are here with our good friend the one the only sarah frazier david yontif i mean does it get any better than this we have bravo t galore i'm here with my dear friend deaf leopard did you actually go to a deaf leopard journey concert i did i have a straight side bitch um, <laughs> I'm a straight guy, bitch. Actually, um, me. I have to make a note. I, have to, I want to buy tickets to go see the Eagles. Um, the Eagles are coming. Have you ever seen the Eagles? No, but I have to honestly just tell you that. I mean, let's just boil it down. Hotel California is one of the best songs that has ever been written, played, shared anything in the entire world. I've got to get tickets. Actually, I'm going to do that after you and I hang up today because I, I want to see them. It's their final tour. Oh, my God. Don Henley. I feel like you need to interview him. Uh, Boys of the Summer is also a good song by Don Henley. Um, This is I did go to a Def Leppard and Journey concert. D- pour some sugar on me, baby, and open arms and like, come on, girl. And, you know, speaking of, you know, the best thing about going to a Journey concert. I love it. You know, what? the best thing about. Well, I always sit close of course i sit first row second row third row you know who's right there in the pit and right between the stage and the fence the one the only michaela salahi from real housewives of dc no it's true white house crusher you know after she broke up with Tarek, you know she married the guy from journey she's married she's michaela sean now she's married to neil sean from journey really in love happy does not want to come on this podcast. Well, just does not. Very respectful. Loves everybody. Wishes everyone listening well. Does not want to talk about housewives. Do we want to talk about Journey for the whole hour? I don't know. That's actually amazing because she went from being what seemed like so thirsty to then marrying this like actual music legend. And to your point, I mean, haven't they been together like a decade? I mean, wasn't that whole Salahi thing a decade ago? I mean, she and she's been married is, to a guy from Journey. Yeah, she's, I mean, that is kind of amazing that she did a 180. She's in love. So she's right there at the, right in between, you know, the thing and the stage and she's cheering him on and they're, it's like a real happy marriage. Yep. Wow. She's another one. She's another one. You know, I like my list when they say, I don't want to talk about it. She doesn't want to talk about housewife. She's really not going back on. 
God, God, she'd be so epic on a girl's trip. She would be so epic because we just know the housewives now in such a different way than we did years ago. Oh, you know who knows Tarek? You know who's like friends with Tarek? Who? What? My good friend. Just for everyone wondering, because like someone made a comment the other day, Rachel Yucatel and I are very good friends. We speak a hundred times a day. If I were to line up all the places we have on this podcast for friends to come on, I'm really good friends with Countess. And we we get to everyone eventually. Nothing happened between me and Rachel. Someone thought we had a falling out just because she hasn't been on in like three, four weeks. Rachel Yucatel is very, she knows Tarek. Oh my God. Okay. Well, that's amazing. I did. I have met him. Um, I have met him because I lived in DC. So after they broke up, he did come to a radio station event with another woman who was also very attractive, but I didn't stay well, in touch. So Rachel, I'm going probably- to keep my comments on what I know to myself. Cause it's not for me to reveal, but he is, I'm going to say that he is married at the present moment. And I'm just, I mean, I could keep going and it's actually tea, guys. I'm sure a lot of people can think of a lot of things. And I mean, it could be true, but let's get him on the show. What's he been up to? Trust me. I, I mean, he's really good friends with Rachel. It's I'm, I'm trying, honey. I'm trying. It's, it's on the list here. Really? Uh, All right. He's not rolling out the red carpet to come and talk about the White House, but he's, he's possible. She is not possible. She just respectfully doesn't well, want to talk about it to be honest i mean i'm sure there's like a statue of limitations i mean they're probably damn lucky they were never prosecuted and they're probably to some degree still worried I, I don't know i mean i don't know if there's anything you can do now like it happened there was a breach of security like i don't know but the whole show went down because of them yeah maybe i don't know maybe they're under some sort of gag order uh, anyhow okay there you go um there you- can we talk about this now? Um, now, listen, does Kristen Doty need another reason to have Lisa Vanderpump hate her? The, the woman hates you anyway, Kristen. She loves her, you know, she loves her Sandoval. She does. She loves this one. She loves that one. She don't like Kristen Doty. So now Kristen Doty comes out. She's on her own podcast and says, I love Pandy. But Pandy has a fake British accent. When she's on the show, she has it. But when she's hanging out with the rest of us, Girl, you're a girl, you know, that's grown up in L.A., Beverly Hills. What's with this fake accent? That's what Kristen Doty says. I'm like, Kristen. And it made headlines and it really got out there. It's hysterical because Kristen says that Pandora brings out the British accent only when she's around Lisa and Ken and when she's on television, darling. Um, I love it. I think it's so true. And, you know, (laughs) humble brag. When I was in college, I lived in Ireland for a year. And when, you know, you do your junior year abroad, the sort of ongoing joke was always that the Americans that came over there always leave with an accent after they're immersed in like whatever culture, right? And then like three years later, they come back and they're no longer fucking Irish or British, okay? And it was true. I lived over there and I thought I was just so, you know, Irish and people, by the time I left, people thought that I was really from Galway. But bitch, I came back. I'm like, you don't have any, you're a fucking Maine girl. Like you don't have any Irish accent. So it is kind of funny. I feel like I know people like this that are either married to like English people or that are like expats and they live in another country and you visit them. They begin to really take on the culture with a certain accent. You know, Uh, don't you think that's just her? I think that story is totally true. I could see this. 
I could see it. Well, darling, we had this woman who is a card carrying Italians. She had the t-shirt Italians do it better. And the Papa don't preach video girl, Italian from Detroit, Michigan, who then grew up on her early career on the Lower East Side with Debbie Mazar. And then she goes to the UK after she marries Guy Ritchie and Madonna all of a sudden. We also, let's not forget that David Yontef, even though she's much, much, much older than me by decades, I went to high school with the one, the only Adorit Kemsley. And that wasn't her accent. That that was not her accent in high school where we went, Amity high school in woodbridge connecticut period the end that was the name of the high school it was called amity high school it's in woodbridge connecticut that's where dorito went i never heard this accent from dorito in high school so she's another one she's very good at it i love her accent love we love you dorit we love you no shade girl but i don't mind i don't know where that came from doesn't Lindsay Lohan have one too? Like, didn't Lindsay Lohan move to Greece and then get one? Dubai. Well, she lives in Dubai now with Bader Shamas. Okay, maybe it was Dubai. Anyway, um, well, I thought they were, didn't they? Didn't she go move to Mykonos and they were in Mykonos and that's where she had a reality show and she ran the club? Yes. Yes and yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes, anyway. she did yes. It lasted for one season and yes. To your point, Many of them have it. So I think this is probably true, Pandora, don't you think? Handy, darling, come out, come out wherever you are. Mama Lisa will still love you. Um, People were very, very, very impressed, by the way, on YouTube in the comments with your Lisa Vanderpump accent two weeks ago. They were very impressed. Oh, wow. All yeah. right. I'll have to bring it out more. Okay. All right. You might, have to, you might have to start doing accents, Um, you know, darling, oh, in your well, spare time. An English one is the only one I could ever, ever attempt. I am not an impressionist. People love when I do my impressions too, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I appreciate the love, but I don't in any way, shape or form purport to be good at it. I do my Jersey accent, but they, they, I think people, really pe- people like when I do the little scenarios, like, you know, like Teresa's at home and the phone rings and it's like Louie and it's like, ah, it's Andy Cohn and Bob. And I, I have to be in the mood. I have to feel it. But anyway, I, I agree. I think this story about Pandy could be true. But Kristen, girl, as you wrap up filming Vanderpump Village, you ain't getting back in Lisa's good graces. And what is up with Vanderpump Village? It's 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 wrapped. Jax just had the opening of Jax's Studio City, um, like the soft opening for friends and family and media. And there he revealed that Vanderpump Village, Vanderpump Valley, it's it's wrapped. So we have Dodie, we have Jax, we have newbies. When are we gonna see this? And I'm wondering is this going to end up on peacock or is this headed to bravo i just don't know i just don't know seeking the truth never gets old introducing june's journey the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery join june parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s with new chapters added every week the excitement never ends Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. 
I need to tell you guys about my favorite skincare brand, Oak Essentials. I've been talking about this for a few weeks, so you know by now that they're a line of full luxurious products that really work. My favorite go-to is the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. I use it during the day, and then at night, I apply a little more, and it helps lock in moisture as I sleep and I dream. It's truly the definition of beauty sleep. You can buy the Moisture Rich Balm on its own, or you can buy it as part of the routine product bundle. This bundle is excellent. It has everything you need. The Moisture Rich Balm Plus, it comes with the ritual oil, the cleansing balm, the balancing mist, and the restorative mask. Oak Essentials is the go-to skincare brand for radiant and glowing skin. My followers get 15% off your first order when you use code VELVET at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com, promo code VELVET. Whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about. Treat yourself because you deserve it. If you're hiring for your business, you need Indeed. I might make this look easy, but it isn't. I have a whole team that helps me. Graphic designers, marketers, PR, editors. And where do you think I hired them? All from Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Before Indeed, I was spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills. Such a waste of my time. Indeed has totally streamlined that process for me, which has saved me a ton of time. They do all the hard work for you. They only match you with candidates that fit your description. And you're matched with quality candidates instantly. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Velvet. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash Velvet. Just go to Indeed.com slash Velvet and support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All of you who listen to this podcast on the regular know two things about me. I love reality TV and I love coffee. I mean, how many cups of coffee do I drink on average here per show? Three. But what you guys may not know is that the only coffee I love is Starbucks. I love everything about a Starbucks. Do you know that I'm such a regular here in East Hampton at my Starbucks that in the morning when I go in, I don't even have to speak to them. They literally make my drink because I'm standing in line and hand it to me when I go to pay. Now, as we head into the fall, my normal fall drink is usually the pumpkin spice latte. But this fall, I need to tell you guys about the iced apple crisp. This new drink is an iced apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso. Yum. Just let that sink in. Do you know how good this is? It's made with blonde espresso, creamy oat milk, and spiced apple flavors. Oh my God. You could sit back and you can enjoy all autumn long. So you guys have to try this and let me know what you think. And listen, order ahead on the Starbucks app. That's right. Order ahead before you get there on the Starbucks app and enjoy. You have a way better sense of it than I do. I have no clue um i just was i just was kind of enthralled with jax's uh story of if you actually got a flight turned around um that was on its way from where new york to la or something like i he was on watch what happens live and explained that to andy um so i have no idea about vanderpump village if anybody knew you would if your spidey senses say it's going to peacock it probably is and when Jax was on Andy's show, he alleges that, yes, they did turn the flight around, but they were like just pushing back from the gate while they were born. He had a first class ticket. He had to tell us he reclined his chair. 
the chair, when they, you know, were saying, okay, we're going to be like pushing back. You have, everybody has to be seated, sit it up, seated up, seat up. His would not go back up. And they said, you can move to coach. And he said, no, I'm, I refuse to move to coach. I've paid for this first class ticket. And they said, well, you can deboard. And so he claims there was far less drama, but he did hold up the entire flight. I mean, they went back to the, um, you know. For what? To fix the area. Seat? I mean, that I know. No, I just don't know they what. They kept the seat. No, he he deboarded the plane. They took him. They got him off the plane and he picked another flight. Here's what I would like to ask. I'm going to be serious. So, like, I fly back and forth all the time to L.A., to New York every other day. It, it literally, yeah. un- unfortunately, no bragging. This is a miserable life. I wouldn't wish this on anyone. Um, Why couldn't you sit and coach to take off and then when you're in the air, go back to first class and recline and have all of that? Now, I also have to tell you, I have certain seats that I prefer, but I also like to jockey for flight. So if I like I did this the last time I was in L.A., I had my wallpaper installed. I'm not leaving L.A. anytime soon, guys. I'm putting up wallpaper and I had a flight. I thought that would take a certain amount of time. I had a flight home at 930 that night when I realized how quickly this guy was going. I'm like, I'm now going to change my flight. Now, I changed it to earlier And I still got the choice seat that I needed. But if I didn't, my point is I would have sat in the last row on the plane just to get home. I can't say home because my home is in LA just to get back to the Hamptons earlier. See what I'm saying? I think sometimes in life we have to be low maintenance. So I don't see why Jax couldn't have just gone to sit and then I move back. Thought That's all. The exact same thing. Now, maybe it's a safety issue. Like maybe if it, even midway through the fight, flight, if he can't bring his chair up, that could be a maybe, maybe safety issue. Like they have to, they can't have that seat occupied. I thought the exact same thing, but he copped um, to it. He copped to it on Watch What Happens. He was like, "Sorry, yeah, I want but to I mean, sleep." Yeah, but I I tend to agree with you. I think he could have gone back to coach and then come back to first class. But I I personally got from that interview, he didn't even want to go back to coach. Like it was like when they were like, sir, you're going to have to, because you know, you, you know this, when you take off, it can be 30 minutes before they even take the seatbelt sign off and tell you that you can walk around the cabin, regardless of if you're in first business, whatever. You know, you get up there, they're like, there's turbulence. We're keeping the seatbelt safety sign on. I mean, he can't just like, I mean, he could move back, but you're not supposed to, right? So I thought I took from that interview, he downplayed it immensely and he didn't even want to be seen in coach. So it was like, oh, no, 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 no. You're going to get me on the next first class flight and take me back. I think this is where it's like, now listen, I am not starving to death. I've done well for myself in life. I realize, because I I have to check myself. I have to check myself often where I'm like, do you need a third Louis Vuitton this month? Do you need, you know, the cleaning lady every minute? I am, would never, ever. So my point is, when something like this happens, I realize just how down to earth and just real I am. This is about me now. I would never, ever, ever. In a million years, turn an entire plane full of people around because I didn't want to be seen in coach. And I literally, you can deposit another $10 million in my bank account right now. I still would not be that person. 
No, it's, I'm, just, it's, I'm just not that person. I'm just not. No, because he should understand of all people, there are people on that flight with children that like every minute counts, okay? Because your kid is either melting down, they're not going to sleep, they're going to miss a bedtime. It drove me bananas. I flew recently from New York back to LA with my son and there was a fucking asshole who had done drugs all day and got on. His eyes were like rolling back in his head. It took like 18 United Airlines officials to make the call and, you know, the local police. And, you know, it's all, like my how, son's- How much delayed were you? How many hours? Like, over an hour, over an hour. And then that pushed back our, our takeoff time. And people were so angry. It's like, dude, go fucking do meth. When you land, like, I mean, it's so unfair to other people. And I would be really angry at Jax because he knows with kids, it was so awful for my son. And I wasn't the only parent on board. Like there are other parents. The kids are screaming. Go on. I had a fucking whore. I had a whore on my flight. This mother whore. I believe. She was a whore. Okay. She was a whore and she had a kid. This fucking, I'm not, everyone doesn't want me to use the word with a C, but that's what she was. She was a whore. So this bitch, this bitch. Okay. Now I'm riled up. This bitch takes the baby seat and is sitting there with a baby. And they say, ma'am, you cannot take off with a baby seat in the seat. You have to put it under the seat, whatever it was. No one was paying attention. This see you next motherfucking Tuesday wouldn't listen. So now no one knows what's going on, but eventually everyone has to now come. She wouldn't do it. So not only was this flight net, we're sitting on the flight delayed one hour two. hours. Wait, wait for it. Then they had to come. Same thing. A law officials get her off the plane. Now, guess what? Guess what? We are so delayed that this staff, these prima donnas that are working it, have to time out. I know it's the law. They have to time out. The whole plane Ah! has to. We were delayed on this JetBlue flight. Uh, I kid you not by five hours. I kid you not. Then we got. Yep. I've I've got. JetBlue is my choice airline and I'm status on that. I have luck lately the past it's it's like i had such bad luck in the past few flights whole row to myself i do like the extra leg room whatever and like no on time nobody on the flight three people on the flight i'm like it's made up for it but we literally were delayed like six hours because this woman would not put the baby thing under the thing i'm like you are a fucking whore you're a whore with a child take the child away from her okay there. I, it's been a long time since I went on a rant. Forget housewives. You delay my JetBlue flight between New York and LA when I got things to do. I'm pissed. Doesn't bother me. Like um, doesn't it? Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother you that I I ran. Okay. Um, we gotta talk about Tamara Judge. That reunion. She told Andy to go fuck himself. We never talked about this. I love Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen. That man, how many people have told, how many housewives have told him to fuck himself? And he just stand, he sits there and he looks a little appalled, but he doesn't even flinch. And do you think that she's going to be fired for that? I don't feel like it doesn't matter. No, I thought it was, first of all, you do love Andy Cohen. Lots of people recently came for you. You were defending Andy on something. A lot of people are over Andy. Um, 
but you have like, a right to love him. Um, no, I do not think. Look, I think that it's disrespectful to tell your boss to go fuck himself. But no, this is what again. Andy loves the Countess. She was fired. Andy loves Ramona. She was fired. He loves he loves Lisa Rinna, believe it or not, and she's fired. No, it has nothing to do with it. Andy will do what is best for the show. I stand by my prediction that every single person that was just on RHOC. Um, and there was some controversy in like a two-part reunion and Tamara defended. I think everyone who was on RHOC will be back next season. I think the entire cast is coming back. I the only too. caveat is it she's I don't know. Let's give it a minute, let's delay it. If Shannon see how this outpatient program goes, I could see them getting rid of Shannon, but the longer it goes and the more she's behaving herself, they'll bring Shannon back. I think everyone's coming back. No, Tamara's not gonna get fired for telling him to fuck off. Nope. Just to set the scene for everybody listening who doesn't know this, and part two, Tamara sat there and she and Andy got into that over the three-year pause that Tamara was put on when she was off RHOC, talked shit basically about all the cast members that were up there, called them all losers. And Andy kept trying to hold her feet to the fire. And then she turned it back and was like, fuck you. This has nothing to do with like, me calling them losers on my podcast or something. Why are you bringing Well, because that- the discussion was that Heather Dubrow calls everybody losers. There you go. And, and, and Andy and- was like, why are you taking this out on Heather, Tamara? Didn't you spend three years you're off the show calling Emily and Gina and everyone on the show losers? And she's like, exactly. that's not the point we're trying to make now. And Andy's like, isn't it the exact same thing? And she's like, basically, fuck you. Shut the fuck up. So um, I don't think so either. And it'll be interesting to see if Shannon gets a pause or not. Shannon apparently is getting out treatment program. Do you believe this? Getting therapy. It's a wellness therapy with a component of talking about sobriety. What do we do? We think this means anything. No, I think if you really look, if you are truly an alcoholic, it is, you know, you, you, listen to people like Lala and people that have been through the program, they tell you it is so Bronwyn. Bronwyn is a very good friend of mine. I don't know if everyone knows this. I speak to Bronwyn all the time. You know, she it's, it's a constant check-in and struggle, which I can understand, especially in certain lifestyles. So, and I don't mean gay. I mean, the entertainment business and, you know, being around people that are out all the time. So, it's a really hard thing. So if Shannon really needs help, I don't even think a program is is so, it's a really hard thing to be. You really have to want it. So uh, who am I to judge because I'm not an alcoholic? But I mean, I don't think that just uh, a therapy and a program that might also involve a talking about it is going to help if she truly needs help. No, I don't think so. Ah, uh, mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.
I've been so honest with you guys over the past year about my struggle with my weight. And I'll admit it, for me, eating is an emotional experience. When I get stressed out and whatever with this job, I turn to food for comfort. And that's why when I heard of Noom, it made so much sense to me because Noom helps manage weight through a psychology-based approach. They understand that a lot of us eat for emotional needs. So many weight loss programs that I tried focused on what I ate, but Noom is using science to help me understand why I eat. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Noom's psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part, you decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. How awesome is that? Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. What's the one thing we all have in common here? We're all pop culture lovers and junkies. So listen, if I were to ask you who slapped Chris Rock, could you answer in under 15 seconds? I think so. And if the answer is yes, you need to play Trivia Star. What if I asked you who owns Taylor Swift's original masters? Could you answer in under 15 seconds? I know you can. And if the answer is yes, you need to play Trivia Star. I'm obsessed with this game. Trivia Star is a free mobile trivia game with over 60 different categories that you get to choose from. They have music, TV, celebrities. They even have animals. If you choose the correct answer from multiple choices and beat the clock, you move on to the next level. It sounds simple, right? But the questions get harder over time. So what happens if you get stuck? Don't worry, you could use coins and gems to get hints to beat the level and then still move on. And right now, Trivia Star is offering 2,500 coins and 500 gems when you download and play. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store and is the number one trivia game on the App Store. Download it today to challenge yourself. Just go to Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. What do you make of Vicky? Vicky spoke out for the first time because after the DUI, you know, Shannon stayed with her because Vicky's in a gated community where press can't get in. But Vicky essentially says that Shannon is an uber woman, that Shannon's mortified. She's taking complete responsibility. Shannon never drinks and drives. But that night, she left her phone at a restaurant. She didn't have her phone. She didn't have a way to call an Uber. You're rolling your eyes. Um, Didn't have a way to call an Uber. Had had too many, clearly, with friends and thought she could just drive back to the restaurant or something and try to see if she could get her phone or try to drive home. Are you believing any of this? And I can't remember if they asked Vicky if they if Vicky thought she had a drinking problem, but I know Vicky reiterated that she's seeking treatment and outpatient treatment or whatever. But a lot of people have said they don't think she's an alcoholic. So I don't, I don't, I mean, you know, I I'm gave not, my two last time. Listen, again, who what do I know from where I'm sitting and observing the alcoholics of Bravo that come to my mind? I mean, Sonia Morgan is my number one that I've observed in person. And I believe Sonia is truly, and I'm not saying that with shade, shame, anything. I believe that she is saddened by the life that she had as a Morgan 
with hundreds of millions of dollars, and she cannot get over the fact that that life is over. I am not shading her. I am not looking down upon her. My armchair psychology assessment of Sonia Morgan is that she is a true alcoholic and needs help. Do I feel that way about Shannon? I'm less convinced. I'm less, I'm not picking on Sonia. She's the number one that I know in life that that's the person I go to. There are others. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Shannon's up there, but I'm I'm not, I, I don't know if she is. Look, take away my wallet. I'm freaking out. Take away my phone. I am, fr- I would literally, I couldn't exist. So if ever there was, I, I understand the thought process is all I'm saying of like, what am I going to do? Like, okay, can I, this is not the same thing. I don't drive, but in the Hamptons, the cell, there's no cell towers. There's just no cell towers. We will never have cell towers in the Hamptons. So there, I have gone to parties in the Hamptons with my phone where I cannot call an Uber. I've, this is rare, but I've had to say to someone, I know we just met. Where are you going? Okay, wherever you're going, you can literally pull the car over and just drop me off at the side of the road. I just need to get somewhere I can call an Uber. So to not have a phone, I'm not justifying anything. I'm just saying like, I, to, who, who, what are you going to do? Like, who are you going to call? Now, I personally have two phones for this very, I have a backup phone. I have a burner phone from for all the things Okay, I but do. you know what? You and I are at Hotel Bel Air. You get there, you realize you don't have your phone. We had a few cocktails. Maybe it was a night we had even more cocktails. I mean, I would get you home, but you can do an Uber. You can do an Uber multiple drop-offs. I mean- But if you know, but if you, she was home by herself, like what do you do if you're home in oh, your house? I don't, she was home. I, didn't she have dinner with friends? She left her phone at a restaurant is what Vicky's saying? Or she was I, over at John's? I thought, I thought, I could be wrong. I thought she okay. was, and yeah. I'm not justifying it. I would, there's no, people are dead. People listening to this have children and brothers and sisters and aunts that are dead from drunk driving. I'm not just, I'm just, no, I think she left it at a restaurant and was like, well, I need my phone. Yeah. Like you you would think in the morning, the phone's not going to be there if I just go back, but obviously you're drunk and this is not a good. So it's, it's look, I, I believe all of the above. I'm not justifying it. I understand. I panic when I don't have my phone and I also I'm not sure she's an alcoholic, but I'm not sure she's not an alcoholic. And I believe Vicky when she says I'm mortified. I also think no shade to Vicky, but can we just talk about like Vicky and Tamara? I think, listen, no one took as bad as Tamara took her firing. Vicky took her own firing much worse. Like this is Tamara's life. This is, this is Vicky's life. So I mean, how happy are Vicky and Tamara that they're in the discussion? One's a housewife, one's a friend of, neither are going anywhere. Lots of talk of upgrading Vicky again. I mean, to have it and lose it, is it better to have tons of money and lose it than to never have had tons of money? Is it better to have true love and lose it through a death than to never have had it? Same question with the housewives. I believe that Vicky was so... She couldn't get over it. She wasn't doing well, guys. She wasn't doing well. She couldn't get over it. So to Wait, be that you're saying you'd say you in life would say you'd just rather not be rich than to be rich. And no, no, I'm not saying that. No, any money you get your hands on, guys, take it and run. Daddy loves money. Daddy loves money. What about love? What about love? I mean, have you ever been in love? And is that 
fuck? It's like, have you ever been so madly in love? I mean, because that's the other thing about this whole Shannon story, right? On part two at the reunion. You know, apparently she is said she is more in love with John than she has been with any other man ever in her. She's addicted to John. She cannot get over him. She's like so in love with him. She'd do anything. And that's sort of what, um, oh God, Jeff, Jeff Lewis, Lewis was saying. Her friend, Jeff was basically saying, implying that John is not a good influence because she will do anything to be with John. Well, now, what about you? Have you been so madly in love and then it, it went away? Before we answer that question, I would like to make a comment to what you just said, that if that is the case, and I watched the reunion, she did say that. The reunion, first of all, for me, that's a cringe moment. Like, I cringed feeling bad for Shannon. You even kind of see Heather Dubrow kind of wince up. Like, it's almost like a, but if that is the case, then Shannon, despite the fact that she may need AA, she needs a severe counseling to get under the hood of the car you gotta get that's not the answer that you're hoping john proposes to you and you'll stop drinking if you have a happy marriage to john. no you need to break up with john okay that's the first thing second thing is you need to not date anybody else tomorrow for one year 365 days and then you need to go to intense counseling which you've started an outpatient program and you need to figure out why you cannot stand on your own two feet that you go from David Bedore, who treats you like fucking shit to doing anything for somebody, whether they're a good guy or not, that you feel you're just so in love with. And please like me, please like me, please like me. Let me tell you guys something, guys and gals out there, the person that you're saying, please like me to will never like you. The person you're saying, please love me will never love you. It's, it's so true. Yeah. So my next life, I'm starting an advice podcast. Everything I'm saying right now is so true. I am not coming down on Shannon. She needs to figure out. She needs to be alone. Break up with John and you need to spend the next year alone. Go on. No, I love it. You're absolutely right. I made my husband chase me for like six years and it worked. And he find this, I don't really recommend this because I can't even believe he stayed with me, but he was way more in love with me than I was with him. And I, you know, sort of, I didn't, I did love him. So I'm not going to say that John doesn't love Shannon, but anyway, I mean, I made my husband chase me and then he sort of was like, at his wits end. And that's when I flipped the switch. I was like, we're getting married. We got married like nine months later and it totally worked. You, you, yeah. Yeah. But if, if you're, if you're the one that's like begging, 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 I mean, I guess I say that and I married my husband and I'm like, so glad he married me. Cause it's like the best marriage. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like, oh, you can't live with me. You know what I mean? We did. So I guess I should shut up. I don't think this is very good advice. Anyhow, that was good advice. Sorry, David. No, I, I understand. I mean, you know, I think you know I understand. You got to have like, but I think I, yeah, you know, you got to like, let them chase you a little bit, you know, and um, at least and not Shannon say never yeah. had anybody chase her. I feel like Shannon's always chasing these men. Yeah. You got to get a man when they chase you, they are so hook, line and sinker and they will do anything for you. And I'm sure it works like that in the, you know, in your world too, like in the gay world, like once you get it, is that like, I'm sure if listen, you got one of the guys that was so in love with you, chasing you, he'd do anything for you. Listen, regardless of all of that, and I agree with all of that, You, this is such a cliche, but it is so true. You have to be 
completely, 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 completely happy by yourself, able to die alone, able to grow old alone, able to live your life alone. And until you do that, you will never, ever be able to find true love. I Period. The end. You're preach. I hate being right. And I've said, Nini is in a bad place. Nini is, if Greg were still here, Nini never would have done Bethany's podcast. And sadly, Nini has relaunched her YouTube channel. That's great. I think that's terrific. But did you see that video where she came on and considered an open marriage and anything to just have somebody so she would have an emergency contact to put? I'm like, oh my God. You know, I just like, I, I want to be best friends with her so badly to like counsel her. I'm like, you're so lost. You know what I mean? Like I, and I know I saw my mom lose my dad when I was in high school and like it, it, losing a spouse after all those years, especially when you were in love. And I do believe she was madly in love with Greg. And I think Erica, it's the same way. I think she's mourning, you know, Tom Girardi for whatever we think of him. It It is so hard to bounce back. And I think you see Nene, just a woman so lost without Greg. It's really hard because she is like Wendy Williams. I mean, she is up there with that level of talent, but it's like, if you don't have it figured out internally, like you said, you can't be strong on your own. If you can't do it on your own, if you can't, it's really fucking hard to make it. It really is because you got to have a lot of shit together. Listen, I, the relationship, I got it all figured out. Just because I am a relationship mess does not mean I don't understand what, how to do it. I just apparently don't want to. By the way, I agree with you. And that did make me, when Nini said that, that she would just basically, and that to me, that to me, I've always said this, that the worst, my worst, whatever, the one of the most depressing things to me is coexisting with a human being in a house. That to me is like, I love my life. Please let's, I am not protesting too much. I mean, living between three homes and tr just doing this job and being a single girl about town, I am completely open to someone coming in my life. But trust me, I really, truly do love my life. I don't need to approve that. It's when Nini said that she would take someone just to not be lonely. And it's you, you, it's it's sad. Just you're going to marry someone and be with someone just to not be alone. Oh, Nini, Nini. And look. This is part of feminism, like we talked about the past episode. I mean, Nini said she is a woman that loves to be with a man and he's the man of the house and he makes decisions. And that's what Greg was. Like Greg was older. Greg, you know, she stayed home. Greg, they had a good life before Housewives. It, you know, they weren't uber rich, but it's it's tragic to see because she has so much talent and, you know, but anyway, Guess you what? can't really do it for people. So there you go. Uh, did you give a shit? I mean, PETA is not very thrilled that she, Shannon Bedore. Did you have something else? Do you want to add something? I else? have one thing to say, because I made an offer a few weeks ago to Nini that she needs to, I need to produce her. We're going to do the Atlanta recaps, you know, and everyone was like, oh my God, I've never, this is amazing that she just needs to come to me and say, David, I want to work with you. We will do Atlanta morning after recaps. Best thing for, I will make Nini. We're going to split the profits, girl. You're going to make a ton of money from this. That's the first, but I would like to now offer up something else because now you just came to me as you were talking. I, I, I will marry Nini. So I take back everything I just said. 
I will be that person. I will make all the decisions. I will move. I mean, I'm not moving to Atlanta. No offense to anyone. Um, unless we're back on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. If Nini gets herself back on the Real Housewives of Atlanta and wants me to move to Atlanta, I will marry her and live in Atlanta. Short of that, she needs to split her time with me between LA, New York, and the Hamptons. And by the way, I will make all the decisions. I will be her emergency contact and I will be her plus one. I am officially proposing marriage to Miss Nini Leakes. I will get married to her tomorrow. You two would be huge stars together. There's no doubt. I mean, oh my God. I'll tell you, people, I think people do know this about you that listen, but you are, I mean, you honestly, in another life, you should have been an agent. I mean, you have it. You just have it. You know, like people who should be on TV, who shouldn't, you know, the business side, you know how to get deals done. You just, you really do have that. So, I mean, you guys would be a powerhouse together. She should take you up on that. I would have been, and I mean, I'm a lawyer too, if you haven't heard, I would have been a great agent for all the things I would be horrible at. I'd be a horrible school teacher. I'd be a horrible nurse. I'd be a horrible father. Um, but I would be a great agent. I would be a phenomenal agent. I would make a shitload of money for myself and I would make a shitload of money for my clients and whatever you wanted to give my clients, man, I would get you more and I would squeeze every dollar out of these fucking corporations for you. And I would be a nightmare to deal with, with the networks and uh, everyone else. And I would protect my clients. Um, here we are though, in reality, um, so yes, PETA is to your point. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to say that. Uh, PETA is not happy that the case of Archie is over. Shannon keeps Archie. Oh, I know. PETA stepped in and the abuse and, you know, Archie shouldn't have been in that vehicle. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of comical, but uh, yeah, she's no longer on under animal control and animal control put out a statement down there in Orange County and basically said, look, you know, we checked out Archie. This dog, you know, is well taken care of. He's not, you know, in danger. He wasn't put in danger prior. This obviously this incident was unfortunate. We don't, you know, we're not uh, condoning this, but, you know, there's no abuse. So there you go. And by the way, good MCloud. Uh, by the way, I'm not giving Vicky a free pass either with her love tank. She's another one. Her picker is off. I think she is desperate. The new guy apparently has money and apparently she's he treats her well and she likes him and he doesn't want to be on TV. Look, she says Steve Lodge was a total fame whore. Shannon and a lot of people are saying that about John Jansen. So look, I think Vicky might have gotten a good one, but I'm not convinced, you know? I mean, look, Eddie is a good one. I mean, the Tam rat did well. Like he, that's, that's what you want. You don't want a guy that wants to be on TV. Vicky says this guy is good. Well, Vicky, you know what? After Brooks and after Steve and making a bunch of bad decisions, I don't know. I think her too. So it's like, be alone, figure out who you are as a person. It's my advice. I'm trying not to be mean or angry. I'm just, it's a new happy David these days. I just, I want, you know what? I, I get angry because I care about these ladies. I care. I want you to have respect, like respect yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause these women are catches, but you, you have to believe it first and you're right. You have to date yourself. You have to be comfortable. So good with yourself that you can walk away from, you know, a guy like a John Jansen or a Steve Lodge. You can't. Yeah. And men, most men hate desperation. You know, they like yes. I said, men, it's just, I don't care. And people are going to, that's sexist. And that, I don't give a shit. You know, if I've learned one thing as you get older, some of the stereotypes are true and y'all just need to face it. And one of them is most men like to chase a woman. They do. 
And I'm sure gay guys, it's the same way. There's a certain guy he wants to chase, whether it's a younger guy or a rich guy or whoever. There's somebody is the, you know, pursuer and someone's being pursued. I hate desperation in friends. I hate the desperation in fame whores. I hate thirst. I hate fucking thirst. It's annoying. Um, God, I'm really starting right. to get back to my old ways today. Um, what do you want for our last story before we wrap oh, up? This will cheer you up. Can you imagine Chet Hanks, Tom Hanks, Tom and Rita? Rita Wilson, Tom Hanks' son, Chet Hanks, and Kim Zolciak together. Ah, can I tell you? I actually think this is true. I will leave everybody on a positive note. I am obsessed with these two as a couple. I think he would hit that so fast. I think she's his type. She'd be out here. Can you imagine her having a holiday meal at Thanksgiving at Tom Hanks' house? That's the type of woman Kim Zolciak is. Because you know what? Kim knows how to work that pussy. I guarantee I, I bet shit is going down. Listen, when she was chosen to go into the surreal life house, I mean, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson must be in Rita Hanks. They must be like a rolling over and they're not graves. They must be mortified that this is possibly where their son is ending the album. I mean... No offense to Kim, but like Tom can Hanks can't the- be happy about this. Can you imagine? I mean, they have to, Tom and Rita have to be worth 200, 300 million. Can you imagine Kim? Because stranger things have happened. Kim Zolcia getting with him and those two making it and her getting a piece of that fortune. I mean, they would roll over roll over in their graves but you know that's how life works sometimes that is how i love it apparently these two you know they have each other's phone numbers kim and chat they text back and forth they caught up with kim at the airport she was all smiles talking about him now brielle i guess gave a shout out like kim and Corey for life i did i don't know you know and i mean chet hanks should be with brielle but he ain't interested in brielle he uh uh-uh Tom Hanks, I think, is mortified. Kim would cut. She would literally say, "Croy, who?" She would marry this guy because of the Tom Hanks fortune in like a millisecond. She will the house. She'll be like, "Take the house for five hundred thousand dollars." I don't care. We pay for. She will be in L.A. full time tomorrow. She will pack. She won't even pack her bag. She'll leave all the designer shit that she's selling. She will be in Beverly Hills, wherever Chet Hanks lives. In his house tomorrow, yes, with Tom Hanks at Thanksgiving. Kim Zolciak is beside herself. She is so nervous for how this is going to play out. She, again, call Erica. Kim, cease and desist. Whatever you're doing, call Erica Jane. I am not kidding. You've got to land the bag. you got to land the bag, girl. you got to land the bag. This is her chance, girl. This is a chance for our girl Kim to rise. Rise from the ashes. I mean, that would be something. That would be all six of those damn kids moving out here to Venice Beach and Chet Hanks' house, honey. Uh, I would roll. I, I love it. I, I could see them being together. I really could. I just think they're on the same level in so many ways. And he's going to rebel. He's been rebelling the whole time. He wants to rebel against the parents. She'd be perfect. She'd be perfect. I love it. And he seems like he'd be a great stepdad. Having those kids out there on mini motorcycles. I mean, he just, oh my God. And he's hot as hell. Oh, I love it. 
Rich guys, rich guys, if you want to rebel from your parents, yes, Kim Zolciak Beerman, now Kim Zolciak, is a great option. Look her up if there are any really rich guys out there who kind of hate their parents and just want to revolt. Look up Kim. She's available, guys. And she will, yeah. I think when, you know, you close the, I think when he closes the bedroom doors, Kim is an animal. Oh, a hundred percent. Chet Hanks. Oh my God. She would eat him up. He would love it. She'd be on that motorcycle and you know, Hollywood dynasty. And she'll be right out here in Venice beach. That's where he allegedly lives. And I think Tom and Rita live in Pacific Palisades, which is like hoitier than Beverly Hills. I mean, it, it, it would just be, oh my God. Chet ain't ever, he ain't ever got that. Like Kelly Ripper just recently admitted on air when she and Lisa agreed for years and years and years, Kelly Ripa truly, she's she's the host with Ryan Seacrest. When Kelly's out, Lisa Renna, Kelly Ripa for years was like, I want to set my son up with your, she didn't say which son and she didn't say which daughter. She wanted to set her son up with Lisa Renna's daughters and one of the daughters. And then when the daughter, Delilah or whichever one it was, um, Amelia Gray walked down that runway for the first time. Kelly said, oh, no, my son doesn't know what to do with that. Forget it. And Lisa said, this is this is this is this is all a really true text. She, she texted Lisa and said, yeah, no, I when did she blow up overnight? Uh, my son has no idea what to do with that. So, yeah scratch it so well kim zolciak knows what to do with chet i guarantee it and i think it would be so good so good they're going to be on that show together they were filming down in columbia so we'll see i can't wait you know what we should talk about next time too is house of villains we got to check that out with jackson we got house of villains Ugh, we have bethany to talk about which by the way i did get oh, people's i will tease you with this people hit me up whether they want us to continue bethany talk or ban bethany oh. talk Bring that up next time. Let's talk about this new thing with Be Strong and stuff. So I'll see you very soon. Bye, David. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. 
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. <laughs> 